0: Hello, I'm Mark Odom, Director of NARIC. Welcome to the ninth episode of NARIC's Spotlight Podcast and the first episode of our second year of podcast. In this episode, Marta Garcia, our Bilingual Information and Media Specialist, interviews Jess Chaikin, NARIC's Media and Information Manager, and Hafsa Abderrahman, NARIC's Technical Writer. Join us as the three of them talk about NARIC's Research in Focus series. They will discuss how articles for the series are chosen, and how Hafsa analyzes it and writes the articles. Here's their discussion. All
1: right, so here we go here. Uh, so the first question is, um, hello Hafsa, would you like to tell us a, a, a bit about yourself, um, your title, what you do, et cetera?
2: Hi, Marta, uh, thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, uh, My name is Hafsa and I'm a medical and health writer. I have a background in public health, and epidemiology, and I've been writing and publishing scientific articles, medical content in general for over a decade. So my work ranges from having published manuscripts, scientific manuscripts, to digital guides, medical education materials, blog posts, um, and I would say that I'm my true passion when it comes to this field is just communicating life-changing health research and finding ways for everyday people like us, especially uh, marginalized communities, to understand the information, the health information that's out there.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, All right, so my next question is for Jess. Good morning, Jess. Um, And why don't you tell us a little bit about
3: yourself? So I'm I just shaken. I'm the media and, edu- uh, media and Information Services Manager for NARIC for the National Rehabilitation Information Center. And um, my background is uh, library science as well is, as American Sign Language Linguistics. Um, and I have also done some health writing. And um, uh, Hafsa and I are both, um, we both completed the uh, health writers. And Hafsa remind me the full name of the The course that we both completed, we'll give them a shout out. Um, uh, What is the title of it? Um, Health Writer Hub. Thank you. Health Writer Hub. Yes, their introduction to health. I took the introduction to health writing course, found it incredibly helpful for what we do here, which is taking uh, the interesting findings from uh, studies focused on disability and rehabilitation and turning them into lay language summaries that can be easily digested and easily shared with the communities that are most impacted by this research. So thank you, Jess.
1: Um, So my next question goes back to Hafsa. Uh, So in general, can you tell me what the Research and Focus series is? And I just talked a little bit about it, but why don't you give us a little bit more detail?
2: Yeah, so the Research and Focus series is a weekly publication where we summarize the latest Nidler funded research. These articles are designed to be reader friendly. Uh, we provide an overview of the study, we highlight important findings, we share implications and areas for future research. And these articles are hand selected from the diverse library collection here at Neidler. and our aim is to cover broad you know research uh, interesting research in many areas of disability, types of intervention. Uh, we also cover a wide range of um age from early childhood to aging and
1: with and without disability. Wow. Very awesome. Thank you. Um, so I I just I know uh Hafsa had mentioned that the articles come from from our the collection. Um, but where like where exactly do do, do these articles appear?
3: Um, this is, we work with a, a large community of projects funded by the National Institute on Disability, Independent Living and Rehabilitation Research, or NIDILRR. And NIDILRR funds uh, about, well, there are usually about 300 plus active projects in any given year. And they publish journal articles, reports, um, guides, manuals, and our library collects those. So um, as these are coming into the collection, we are looking for um, Topics of interest, um, uh, things that may be topical for what's happening now, For example, the last year or so, we've been looking at quite a bit at articles related to the impact of Covid on the disability community. So uh, as these articles are coming in, we're looking for uh, are they relevant to the um, to our uh, our sphere? Um, are they are they interesting? And that's, you know, that's quality judgment, but um, I think we do a pretty good job of selecting things that will interest and engage a wide audience. Um, is it funded by Nidler? That's very key. It has to be a study funded by NIDILRR, principally by Um uh, that has to go to paying for the research itself. Um, and is it, uh, is it recent? We try to focus on articles that were published in the last six months. Uh, there's new research all the time. And it's not to say that older research isn't still relevant, but we are trying to share some of some of the latest results coming from neither funded projects. And all of these documents that we um that we highlight are they are have been added to our collection. So they are available through our document delivery service. If someone reads this article and wants to learn more, we can provide copies.
1: Oh, awesome. Thank you. Um now, Hafsa, uh, would you mind telling me or would you tell me what your process is for writing? research and focus article?
2: Yeah, um, it's a a pretty extensive process, but I'll try to summarize it. Uh, The first thing I do, of course, is to read the article in its entirety. I really pay attention to the objectives, the hypothesis of the study, the methods used in the study, and I really try to highlight any significant findings um, what I also try to do is if there are tables included, which most of the time there are, I try to uh, make sure that the findings in the results section, for example, match up with what we're seeing in the tables. And so, and that's just to, again, um, you know, make sure that I also understand the information correctly and I'm not miscommunicating it in any way. Well, when, once I start drafting, yeah. Once I start drafting the article, um, what I actually try to do is take a step back and talk about the population of the study. A lot of these studies are very have a very targeted specific population. So for example, if we were looking at uh, employment barriers that are faced by visually impaired people in the United States, then it'll be really important for me to include general information about this population. Uh, for example, how many visually impaired um, people are in the workforce in the US? What are some common barriers that they face? Once I introduce the population, then I go into the purpose of the study. So some studies, they have different purposes, right? So some studies focus on sharing statistics. Others focus on their qualitative studies. So they focus on the interview people and they focus on sharing their experiences. Some studies may be looking at a new intervention to see if it's successful or works better than the standard care. So that's really important to talk about the purpose. And uh, of course I share information about the authors of the study and the fact that it was it is a neidler funded research. Um, and finally, I summarize the uh, findings and I talk about the implications for the real world. How does this apply to the everyday person or the people in this targeted
1: um, population for the study? Wow, that sounds very detailed, which is great. Um... And just amazing. Wow, thank you. Um so chess. where can listeners find research and focus?
3: Yeah. Research and focus is available on our website at naric.com. And uh we uh we also have a weekly newsletter, news and notes from the Nidler community and beyond. And whenever we publish a new research and focus, we highlight it in uh, in that, uh, weekly publication that's available free and you can sign up on our website. When you get to our website, there's a big blue box and you just put your email address in there and then respond to the confirmation. That's very important. <laughs> Otherwise you're not going to get it. Um, and, uh, then we also, uh, we'll promote it on our social media. We, uh, you can follow us on Twitter in, and Facebook in English and Spanish. Um, and also, uh, we are starting to get into mas- Mastodon and see how that works. Um, uh, so uh, one thing that Hafsa uh, didn't mention is she also plays a very key role, and I should have said this, in how we select the documents, the the publications that we highlight. Um, while uh, Natalie Collier, who's our acquisitions manager, Natalie and I put together a collection of possible selections, Hafsa does, uh, a, performs a key function. She reviews them for us and uh, gives us her input on um, both the interest level um, and also sort of the quality of the study, um, the methodology. Um, is, it, is it a small study? And small studies do have value, but sometimes that value isn't seen until later. Um, and it's not as easy to generalize. To, to. And what I mean by that is to say, while this result applied to this group, we could say it could also apply to all other groups because And it is harder to do that with small studies. So um, I am... Always impressed by uh, the notes that Hafsa gives me for the note, the materials that we ask her to review It's incredibly helpful for me in making final decisions on what we want to select. Um, uh, or Nidler makes the final selection on on any um, material that we're going to highlight, but it helps me in making those recommendations to Nidler, and I'm very appreciative of that.
1: Oh, awesome! Thank uh, you for that, Jess.
3: You're welcome. Cheers. <laughs>
1: Uh, Hafsa, uh, you also write the research and brief series for NARIC's Spotlight blog, uh, where you write about research-related terminology in easy-to-understand language. How do you decide what terms you will write about? Well, our purpose for these
2: research and brief articles is to help our readers better understand the RIF articles and other scientific studies as well. And so, some of the things that I look at are what are some terms that are appearing frequently in our articles? So if we say, for example, this is a qualitative study, this is a quantitative study, things like this. Um, We also wanna provide our readers with tools so they can identify reliable sources. And so some blog posts, for example, will be discussing what makes a study credible? What are some red flags that you should look out for? And so it all comes down to the, the fact that we really wanna empower our readers to feel like they're better able to discern the trustworthiness of the health information that they come across during their
1: research online. Oh, wow. Um, That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, Jess, have to answer the last question. (laughs) Um, So um, would you mind telling our our readers where they would be able to find the Research and Brief series?
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Research and Brief, we publish through our blog. It's naricspotlight.wordpress.com. Um, and uh, articles in uh, the spotlight also get indexed at narek.com. So if you're searching our website, you'll find uh, briefs, brief summaries of those blog posts. Um, and actually, one of the most popular of those um, research and brief uh, articles um, it was written by one of our previous writers, but um, we turned it into a frequently asked question of how do I dissect a journal article? And that was written by um, uh, Arielle Silverman, who was our first research and focus writer, um, and uh, it she guides you through, well, how do you read the abstract? And then um, took us through her process, which is similar to um, uh, but uh, like how to read through uh, the methodology and then um, understand what the different pieces and parts of the methodology are. Uh, that's one of the most popular articles on our website uh, is how to dissect a journal article. Um, I think people uh, are very interested in this topic because they're looking for the research that's meaningful to them. And a lot of that research is written at a very high level. Um, Lots of technical words, jargon, um, like Hafsa mentioned, qualitative versus quantitative. How do I make sense of that when I'm just trying to figure out if this type of speech therapy is going to work for my grandmother who had a stroke, you know, um, so I think this this series really helps people get in touch with this research literature that has an impact on them.
1: Awesome, thank you. And now this, this uh, uh, our interview comes to an end. So thank you both. Mm-hmm. Thank you Hafsa, thank you Jess uh, for joining us for this episode today.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope you guys thank have you. a great day and a thank great you. week. Oh, I have a question for you Marta. Will the links that we talked about be in the in the show notes?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I, I, when I go, oh, let me stop recording. Where's the, re- oh, here we go.
0: Okay. Are you ready, sir? I am. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode of Narek's Spotlight Podcast. I would also like to thank Jess Hopsa and Marta had an informative discussion on NARIC's Research and Focus series. I hope you, our listeners, learn more about the ins and outs of producing one of our more popular products. And their discussion in this episode has inspired you to delve into the wealth of nidler funded research within the Research and Focus series. All of the websites and web pages mentioned in today's podcast can be found in the episode's description. Transcripts of the episode are available in English and Spanish on NARIC's website, NARIC.com. By the way, if you have ideas for future episodes, please let us know by contacting us via chat, email, NARIC at or calling our toll-free phone number at 800-346-2742. Once again, this is Mark Odom, NARIC's director.